WKNC 88.1. My name is Fionn. I'm going to be here until 7 o'clock. We've got our pre-local band, local beer interviews going on. And I've got Quita in the studio with me. Do you guys want to say hello? Hello. <laughs> so, tell me a little bit about yourselves. Can I... You want to introduce yourselves and what you do in the band? Sure. Uh, my name is Ryan. I'm the guitar player and the singer. Great. So, so that song that we just heard, that was off of your new album. Do you want to tell me a little bit about that? Uh, yeah, it's uh, called The Mystics and the Fables. Um, we just put it out in March of this year. Uh, we've been together since October of 2012, so we put it out pretty fast. And Wes over here uh, produced it and recorded it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. So, uh, how did y'all get together? Um, so I moved here in 2012, summer of 2012 from Arizona. Um, I played in many different bands and had a back catalog of songs and uh wanted to meet some similar-minded people, so I mean, kind of the old-fashioned way, just put up an ad, put a bunch of bands that I liked and uh Wes answered. We got together and uh kind of clicked it off and started playing fast and we threw together a, a group of uh, songs um, to get off the ground as fast as possible. So some old ones that I'd already written, some new ones that he and a drummer were working on and then we wrote a few new ones together and uh, that's how we got the album. And the production kind of glued it all together. Uh, well, I was in a band for a uh, better part of a decade, and uh, we, you know, played um, kind of weekend warrior-ish. Uh, sometimes we do a little uh, jaunt up and down the East Coast, uh, small, uh, short tours, and, uh, you know, had a lot of fun doing that. And, um, you know, as we were getting older, I think, uh, you know, with families and things, we just kind of... Um, started to have other things in our lives and um so uh ryan like you said put a ad on craigslist and um i popped in and broke him up no, no you didn't <laughs> um but uh i answered the ad and i thought that his songs were uh i, th I thought that his samples and his songs were clever and uh, i was like this is uh this is pretty pretty cool and i i think this is something i'd be uh you know want to be involved in and um, and like Ryan said, we, we got together and we already had some songs between the two of us and, uh, we just started to refine those a little bit and, um, demo. And then we recorded the, the whole album pretty quickly. Yeah. We kind of took the album first approach. Great. So let's go ahead and hear that new album. Not that we've acquainted ourselves. This song is called on my way.
And we're back. Technical difficulties have all been solved. Again, my name is Fionn, and I'm here for our pre-local band, local beer interviews. For those of you who do not know, local band, local beer happens every Thursday at 9.30 at Tiernanog Irish Pub Raleigh. There are local breweries every month. This month's brewery is Lone Rider Brewing, so we'll have samples in the back, and they will ha- be on tap. We've also got Eric and Erica, Koida, and Star Studies playing tonight. And I do have Koida in the studio. That song you just heard was by them. That song was on my way off of their album that came out in March, The Mystics and The Fables. So, guys, would you tell me about your writing process? Uh, sure. It's it's kind of a split uh, process on, on this record, actually, because, um, like, the songs that... When I when I write a song, it usually starts on an acoustic. Actually, it always starts on acoustic, because um, I'm always my philosophy is just go after a sticky melody. I'm just a sucker for a good melody. Um, it's a couple of the songs on there, which actually was really new to me, because all my projects I've been in the past, I've been uh, pretty much the primary songwriter. Well, always the primary songwriter. Um, and there was I think at least four songs on there that Wes uh, and Jason, the drummer had already pretty much completed the um, the music, just sans uh, vocals. And so I actually came up with the vocals to already written music, which was the first time I've ever done that. And uh, that was it was good. It was fun. It worked out well. Um, but uh, typically, I'll write something on an acoustic. It sounds good and they like it. And then we'll flesh it out. I think that's a pretty standard process, right? Yeah. And when I when I bring ideas to Ryan, I just uh, I just try to imagine, you know, uh, what would be a verse chorus verse chorus bridge chorus type um, arrangement, and uh, and you know if if he hears it and likes it, then we we try to like you said flesh it out, and um, whether or not it works, it usually presents itself pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can you can pretty. If you're sick of it after the first few times you've played it, then you know it's not going to happen. Yeah. (laughs) So how did you record this album? Was this a garage thing, or did you go into a studio, and how was all that for you? I'll actually defer to Wes on this one, because he's the Um, studio guy. Well, I have have a studio, a project studio, um, and uh, we, I'm trying to remember what exactly we did. We didn't play, we didn't play it live, uh, as it were, in the studio, did we? I don't. No, we did piece by piece. Yeah, so we would uh, we would try. Well, we would demo first, and then um, we would try to refine their arrangement, and then um, then we would then we'd set a date and say, hey, we're going to actually record this song, and we would we put the drums down um, with some scratch tracks, and then we would just kind of fill in the blanks um, after we got the after we felt like we had a good drum take. Okay, gotcha. They're actually. They're a lot better now, even <laughs> live, because we've been playing them a lot more. Yeah, come up with some more interesting ideas. <laughs> so, oh, I had a question and it's gone now. It's out of my head. Oh, yeah, I remember it. Okay, so I know that we were talking about how you came together and you you were immediately a band and you immediately started putting out an album. How is that different from bands that you've been in previously? And do you think that has affected your dynamic in any way? Um, I think the fact that um, you know we're we're all older now. I mean, we're all in our early thirties to mid thirties, and uh, when you're younger, 
it's kind of more, it's all about the scene and it's like, you know, the excitement of getting out there and trying to, to be somebody and to kind of make it. And, you know, that's, and that's cool. That's a fun process. And then, you know, it's a, it's a very narrow window for those who, people who explode and those who just kind of keep on playing. Um, I think you lose a lot of musicians in that like age group from 26 to the early thirties if they don't make it. But I think that the difference now is that, um, you know, we're all right on the same page. I've been in a lot of bands that we were good, but we just either everybody was in different projects or want to do their own thing. We didn't rehearse a lot. And, you know, this, this band, everybody's on the same page. Everybody's just in it because they want to play and they like the material and they're enjoying it. And everybody's equally committed. So that part is awesome. I agree. Great. So let's roll into something else. How, what did you guys grow up on? What were your inf- musical influences? And how do you think that rolled into um, your music now? When I was like really young, I was like obsessed with Nirvana. <laughs> <laughs> when I was like like 13. Um, but I no, I mean... wrong with that? I think no, all no. of us went through that. Yeah, and, then, we and then, you know, I think I've... I had like the, of course, it's cliche to say, but just a terrible obsession with the Beatles, like almost clinical. Obs- like I probably could have been jailed for my obsession <laughs> with the Beatles. Um, and then, uh, and then you know, more of the alt rock stuff like Pavement, Built to Spill, love that kind of stuff. That always ties back to melody. And then I'm a sucker for Leonard Cohen lyrically and stuff like that. I mean, you know, um, and then you know, all the modern stuff's great too. And the uh, you know, um, Arcade Fire and you know, all that stuff. Yeah, I think this. I think the Seattle thing was probably pretty influential on me early on, and then I, f- I, I started to get a little older and felt like I had ignored a lot of really uh, good songwriting. Um, and the Beatles, you know, uh, they were always there. They were always, you know, on the radio, uh, but I'd never paid too much attention to that until. I got a little older, and um, and then it just kind of hit me. Um, and jazz is uh, is one of the things that I love too. Um, probably don't talk a whole lot about that in the band, or it, it doesn't influence the band very much. But uh, yeah. I think I think the influence are just kind of all over the, the really, spectrum. Yeah, I mean, it's like if it's got a good melody, I don't really care what genre of music it is. It's like if it's got like that timeless quality. It doesn't matter if it's old or new, or you know can be Everly Brothers or it can be something that came out yesterday, you know, it's going to be good. Yeah, I really think that affinity for a catchy tune and the, the kind of the timeless sound really comes out in your music. And I'm actually going to go ahead and play another one of your songs. Cool. This song is My Design.
WKNC 88.1. I am back here with Koida. That song you just heard was My Design. So let's keep on rolling. We were actually just talking about music in the local scene. Um, and I know that you're not, you haven't lived here forever and you've been playing in a lot of other bands. So mm. what do you think about the local scene in Raleigh and maybe compared to any other places that you've um, played? I, I like it so far. As I like that, um, like I said, I moved here from Phoenix, and there was, I mean, a lot of amazing bands from Phoenix. Um, but the the city itself is just so spread out. It's so, there's not one condensed area. Like the downtown here, there's so many venues and, you know, places that people can, you know, say this is the place to go tonight. And Phoenix kind of lacked that for a long time, so it's really hard to get, groups of people you had to go out of your way to go to a show you had to really know the band and really like them so from my you know limited experience here in Raleigh I mean I love the downtown area um I think it's got the music scene seems to have a lot of good energy and from you know the research and listening I've done it seems like there's a lot of great bands around here so that's my take on it I I've I've lived here for 20 years, and uh, I think that the, the music scene, well, I, I moved here from Asheville um, 20 years ago, 19 years ago, and uh, I, I moved here because of the music scene um, and the lack of a music, or what I felt was a lack of a music scene in Asheville at the time, and, uh, you know, I, I've always, uh, you know, followed uh, people that have been on Merge. Um, one, of, one of the biggest influences uh, when I moved here was the Ashley Stove, um, and, they, um, you know, I, I went and saw those guys play, and one of my f- friend's brothers was a singer for them for a short period of time, and that was that was a huge influence on me, and I thought that, uh, I was, you know, Raleigh Chapel Hill uh, was where I needed to be. My sister went to Chapel Hill as well, so I, I was pretty familiar with, uh, you know, what was going on here and had been to the Cat's Cradle when I was a teenager, and um, so I... I moved here for the music scene, and I I definitely think uh, it, it it has its times where it has grown pangs, but uh, you know I think that for the most part uh, it's it's pretty incredible, and you know it, it goes through stages, but it's it's always well enter- and, entertaining. And, and I, I think that the other thing I've noticed is that um, definitely from the Raleigh, Durham, Chapel Hill, the whole area, people people wear that with like a badge of honor that they, you know they're from here no matter what, and you know, my experience before, you know, in, in Arizona is that people would play and then as soon as they maybe got a little notoriety, they'd hightail it to L.A. or New York or Chicago or go somewhere where they thought they had a better chance, you know. And then they become an L.A. band or something where it seems like people really are proud of the area, you know, and that's a, that's a cool thing to be a part of. I agree. Yeah. Awesome. So I guess this is more of a question for you, Wes, since you've been living here for longer, but do you think... The music scene has grown or changed in the past 20 years or what, what's your take on how it's evolved well uh i think that um if you if you look at the 90s knc was playing lots of metal lots of uh, industrial and metal influence things and i think when uh at that time um i i, I was obviously kind of into harder rock and uh probably like desert rock um and I think that, you know, we or the scene has gone from exclusively like hard rock and metal to a more um, robust uh, and eclectic um, scene, definitely 
around probably around 2000 2001 i, I really started to see things kind of open up uh you had like uh, bands like art lord which is now future island um and stuff like that uh um coming out and um and then probably mid 2000s i'd say around 2005 2006 uh, you really couldn't like see a bad band you could go to king's any given night of the week and you really if if they were local chances are they were going to be pretty pretty good so um it's uh it it's definitely evolved and it i i think it's it just keeps getting better so speaking of shows have you been touring at all playing lately with this band um you know just we've been taking baby steps. We played a couple shows here and there. You know, it's always the kind of that catch-22 when you first get started where you can't, get you know, play the bigger shows till you play a lot of shows, but you can't play shows till you play bigger shows or whatever, you know. Um, so we played in Chapel Hill uh, at the Cave, and we played, you know, we've only played a handful of shows, to be honest. I mean, we're always open to, to more, but, um, you know, we're not really at a point right now. We're just trying to go out and play three times a week, you know, and, Get, you know, we're still pretty new. We don't want everyone to be sick of us within the first. Yeah, and we have, you know, we have jobs and we have lives and families. And so when, you know, when you're 20-something, you don't usually have those things, you know, right out of college. Or some people do. But uh, we have kind of started to settle down. And, um, you know, we, we we can't always just go out there and be out there all the time. Um, we're waiting for that, you know, that big check to come in the mail. <laughs> Great. So I, I, we were talking about this earlier. I just think it's really interesting. You know, we get bands in here all the time and you're all at a different stage or with a different mindset about your music. Um, and like you're saying, you've got families and lives. This isn't just everything that you're doing all of the time. How do you think that influences the way that you play your music? The fact that you're not out there just to, to make it. I did air quotes. Well, I think we're still really passionate about being, uh, artists or would-be artists uh and that that has that doesn't stop that doesn't go away you can't um i i don't feel like just pull that rug out from under me um yeah i mean i think that you know there's that what do they say the anecdote that you know bands are like relationships you know and that that part's kind of gone i mean when you're younger and you are concerned about perception and how you're perceived and you know you're still you kind of banking on the fact that you want to be a musician for a living. And that's, it's, an, it's awesome to do that. And, but, um, you know, when you do pass it up a little bit is, is if, when you want to keep going, I think that's kind of when you see what you're made of. And that's when you're maybe a little bit more focused on, um, I don't know, just really just writing music and focusing on music. Not that I'm not trying to say that, you know, you're not when you're trying to make it obviously, but, um, well, I'm just trying to make myself feel good about my life decisions. <laughs> people don't people don't buy records like they used to, either. Mm-hmm. So that that has an effect on every the whole, you know, the scene or mm-hmm. anybody that's trying to do music. Uh, it, it's romantic to think that you know. Well, I, and there's I, no pressure, you know. Yes, yeah, there's not. You're you, just you. You know, you get the, the your reward is when you write a good song, and you know, the whole band agrees that the song that you guys just put together is great, and you record it, it sounds great, and you play for someone and you know they say it's great that's the reward right there it feels pretty good yeah perfect well 
I'm going to keep it rolling and we're going to play one more song from you, Summer in Paris. Do you want to go ahead and tell us about any shows you have coming up? We are playing, uh, obviously tonight we're playing uh, at Tiernan Oak, um, but we have uh, a show coming up that we're doing at Jay Betsky's uh, September 21st. I believe that's a Sunday. 23rd. Is it? I think it's a, it's the Sunday. It's it's that Sunday, yeah. but it's Oktoberfest at Jay Betsky's, which is at Seaboard Station. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, it'll be awesome. That sounds great. And if anyone wants to hear more of your music or maybe purchase an album, where could they do that? iTunes, uh, or they can come see us play. Those are, you know, the t- the two easiest. Perfect. Any last words for our listeners? Thanks for listening. great thank you for coming in i've really enjoyed having you and this song is summer in paris